Hey, it's Morgan and Adia, and you're listening to Do The Thing, Chapter 39 with MNN. Two sister friends coming together, embracing our 39th year, sharing our experiences, and promoting action. Inaction is the true killer of dreams. The days of spending time thinking about doing it are over. It's time to do it. It's time to live with intention and do the thing. Hey, hey, it's Morgan. Hey, now. Hey, Morgan. I don't know about you, but I am super excited about today's talk. I know I say that every time we start, right, that I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited, but it's really true. I guess it's so good now um, that that I'm excited like this because I'm just always happy to have and enjoy our talks together. I feel the same way, Morgan, and tonight is very exciting. It is, it is, because today we have a guest, Devon. Devon, say hey to the people. Hey everyone, how's everybody doing? Yeah, yep, yep, Devon, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, excellent. And before we jump into this exciting conversation, I would like to thank you in advance for your transparency and vulnerability. <laughs> yes, because we're going to need it. <laughs> yes, just know this is a safe space and we welcome your truth and your viewpoint. Yes, Devon. yes. Sure. I think um, I think today's topic is going to be a fun one because Nana have been talking about fear and love lately. And we are two single women. And I think it's great because today we have, we're going to have the perspective of a single man. So as, especially since this topic has come up in multiple conversations, I know for me with singles and even like with, with married people, like I think that gender wars is a problem when it comes to finding and even maintaining love. So it's the gender wars that usually comes up in the conversation. What do I mean by gender wars? It's this narrative of like all women do this and all men do that. And we're like, it kind of comes out as like a bashing. And we kind of talk about it in in ways that are counterproductive to me. Like the whole thing is counterproductive. Like what is the point of women bashing men and men bashing women if we want to be with each other, right? What do you think, Nala? So I guess, like, to clarify, it's just a modern-day version of the blame game? Right. Exactly. The blame game. Okay. And you know what, Morgan? No matter how self-aware and evolved we are, we all do it. I I think (laughs) We all blame the other, you know? How could he not call me? Yes, we all blame the other. (laughs) So, Devon, what's your viewpoint on gender wars, and do you partake? Um, I can say that I have been guilty in participating in that. And my my view on it is I think it's really just a way of a person uh, voicing their frustration with what what things that they encounter while they're dating. Um, I do believe that, you know, if people wholeheartedly thought like, hey, all women are bad, you would just give up and stop dating. But the thing is, we don't feel that way. It's just a way of voicing your frustration and you know we go back out and we we start dating again um Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. going back to your point morgan when you said it was counterproductive um i wholly agree with that Mm -hmm. and the reason why is because i think that when you have this kind of in your subconscious you go into a dating situation and you're not giving your all you're actually 
putting out bad energy, waiting for something to happen or waiting for this person to give off something that appears like a red flag. And then you Absolutely. run away. Absolutely. That's so yeah, true. That's so that's true. So true. Uh, oh, Devon, look at you with the insight. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we need just it. that. <laughs> I've lived it. You've lived it. <laughs> yeah, because, and you know, it really is. If you go into a situation and you're already thinking like, this is going to be bad because all women do this or this is going to be bad because mm-hmm. all men do this. I'm, you're just already expecting it. So how far are you really going to get? Exactly. And like, you know, um, in our discussion on fear and love, I share that my mismanagement of expectations has greatly hindered my like romantic life because I end up disappointed <laughs> right? when the reality doesn't match the fantasy that I've created in my mind. But it also is because, you know, I do have an expectation of how men should approach, how the date should go, how they should lead, direct. And it's very frustrating when that doesn't happen. However, I also understand that, that they're probably frustrated with me at times as well. Yeah. Yeah. So what good is it to like point the finger, right? <laughs> it just it's just such a it's just it's such a bad habit that I think all of us who are single and dating or and even some married couples are just, you know, used to venting in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because let me say, can I tell you all a story real quick? Sure. sure. I was in a singles Facebook group one time and I got kicked out of the group <laughs> over my issue with like gender wars. Right. Mm-hmm. Because. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the group and I wouldn't say it on here anyway, but um, it was one day a guy posted something about women and the ladies came in defensive as expected. And I simply posted at the bottom, you know, this group is annoying. Like I had, I had, I kind of had it. I had it with the, it was like every day I would wake up and I would look at this group or you, you know how you get the notifications on your phone that somebody said something in a group and some days it would be good. And other days it would just be like somebody came on there venting and it always wound up in like a bashing session on, on both parts, you know, or like who can say something worse about the other party. And so I put in there, this group is annoying. Next thing I know, I, I, I was out of the group. I never got mm-hmm. any more notifica- notifications. And then when I tried to like search for it, <laughs> it wasn't there anymore. But you know what? I didn't care because it just didn't make sense to me to be in a group of singles where the objective should be to meet and share and be married and like get to, one, get to know one another. But instead, we're in here bickering virtually. It's just a bad use of time. And it's I really yeah. didn't want to be a part of it. And not only that, when you when you do that, you might be around people who don't share those viewpoints, but you're kind of polluting you're, you're you're polluting their mind and you're putting that energy out there to them, and they're feeding off of that. Now mm-hmm. when they start seeing things, they're just like, oh, you know, Devon said women do this. He's right because I took this one woman out and she did that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. But like, but to your point, I'm earlier, Devon, it truly is just like conflict and that's been manifested because both parties are like your word that finding a forever partner or even just just a true connection is so challenging. Like like when I think about dating and and connecting, it's like honestly the most natural thing. Yeah. But in our modern day, like, like time, it has become such a challenge, of course, because of our expectations, but also because there's just a lack of communication, I think, between both parties about, you know, the commonalities of what 
each of us wants. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you bring up a good point. And and, and I have a question for you. Um, because sure. I, I heard you mention expectations a couple times. Um, so how do you go about how do people go about setting their expectations? Because that's that's what I get a lot when I'm talking to single friends. Um, a lot of people feel that some women have unrealistic expectations. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's a good Things question. Make you what go, you got mm. now? What yeah. you got? <laughs> like, show me what you got. Okay, so, <laughs> so what I have is this. And I recognize that the expectations I have are built off of a fantasy and idea of this perfect human being that honestly just doesn't exist. Mm. I am a true romantic at heart and I, you know, I, you know, when I watch the notebook and I listen to baby face, you know, saying, you know, I give good love. Those are things that I, that have, have imprinted upon me. And so, but it's also my way, honestly, um, of keeping people at bay. So mm. it's me leaning into fear. My expectations are sometimes very, very, I don't want to say unrealistic, but it would be very, very challenging for a man to meet them. But I now recognize that that's because I have, you know, sometimes lean into fear and that's just my way of kind of avoiding getting hurt. And so I will say this to you, I'll extend this. When you listen to, um, you know, your friends' expectations or even some women's like, like uh, expectations, really, really like listen and be mindful if, is it that they they truly truly want these things, or is it just a roadblock to maybe, you know, um, to what they fear? How about you, Morgan? Yeah, I would say that I I think I used to have a little bit of a fantasy, probably in my earlier uh, dating days. But I think that um, my my expectations probably come a lot from um, watching my father, or like how my father how my father treated my mother. Or, you know, how my father treated me. And sometimes you can, like, make mistakes by doing that. Because as a child, you know, you watching this relationship is totally different than them actually being in the relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Or the way, like, your father treats you is totally different than how your mate might treat you right it, it could be a blueprint of like your expectation but it's got to have some perspective and I think that maybe in previous years the perspective was a little bit skewed I know that like I would I would often say like just for example I'm not used to uh worrying about the inspection on my car like, I would say that before. Like, why is it that you can walk past my car and see that I need an inspection and you didn't make me a, an appointment <laughs> to get but me, that, get I my car fair. inspected? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah, you, you think so? You think so? Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, most of the time you hear about how women get taken when they go to car dealerships or going to get car work. So I just think it's automatic that that's something that a guy would take care of for his wife or his girlfriend. Yeah. Beyonce. That's nice to know. It's really that, yeah, nice that to is know. nice to know. Yeah, because I have yeah. tried to. Sh- I have had to. I feel like maybe shift that expectation of now because I've been doing it for myself forever now what it feels like and so now it's almost like second nature that I'm taking care of those things on my own but even when I get with someone and the expectation is there sometimes I feel like I've had to shift it a little bit because they're like well you got to tell me 
You're the one that's driving the car. And you know what, Morgan? <laughs> a few years ago, I would have totally just just been annoyed with that or <laughs> with that response. But as I've gotten older and just, you know, just with a lot of self evaluation, I can understand that because here's the thing. We sometimes expect people to anticipate our every move. Mm-hmm. And we almost expect people to be mind readers. And right. it's not fair. Right. It's just not fair. Because guess what? I can't anticipate, you know, I mean, guess what happened, you know, with his day unless he tells me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? And so I do think that we all have to be responsible and big boys and girls and share what what we're feeling and ask for what we want. All about communication. Communication yeah. is key. Communication is key. Communication is key. It definitely is. And Morgan, I, I also agree with you with, you know, how we um, have had great examples, you know, with having amazing dads and that also you know can to your point skew how you view like partners because sometimes I'm like my dad would never do that my dad always does this (laughs) you know what I mean you know you know no my dad the other week he just out of the blue just sent me all this new luggage how kind of him and it's just it's an unfair expectation absolutely it's an unfair expectation yeah and and then another thing you guys you know you have to take into um into thought is you have a lot of people out here men who might not have been raised with a father figure Mm, so true so you know you're you're looking at at the things that your father did for you and how you know that kind of shapes your expectations but when you have a guy a man who was raised by a single mother a lot of times that's not there. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, they, I, and I think what happens also is that when they're raised by a single mother, like a lot of times they see the mom doing all the things. Mm-hmm. Right. So then they don't know what it is to see somebody do the things for the mom. Exactly. Like, know, it, yeah. The, go ahead, Devon. Sorry. And as I sit here and I, and I listen to you guys talk about how you set your expectations you know, it gives me a um, it gives me a moment to kind of self reflect, and you know, when I think about the expectations that I set, a lot of it is based on um, how I treat people. You know how they always say hmm. treat people the way you want to be treated. So mm-hmm. I know, like, hey, I'm gonna go out and do these things, and these are the things that I would like people to, people to do for me. But when you sit and think about it, that can be real un- unrealistic because everybody's different. I can't expect people to be me or people to think like me. Yeah. Therein lies the conflict. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say, we pointed out the problems, like Mm -hmm. gender wars and the communication, but why do we do it? Why do we talk about all the problems with each other instead of like working together? Well, I think honestly, it's because many of us know that some of our challenges lie within ourselves. Yeah. Right. But it takes a while to really gain that level of insight. So mm-hmm. it's just easier to blame the other gender. It's just, you know, you know you it's know. not right, but it's easier because I think there's an epidemic of loneliness like going around and people don't want to be alone. 
And it takes a lot of work and self-reflection to say, okay, you know what? There are things that I need to change about myself. Yeah. And and oftentimes it's easier just to say, you know what? This other person did, did not do X, Y, and Z, or they did not meet my expectations. But honestly, it all starts within. It all starts with you. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree with that. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I, like Devon, out of curiosity, when you are with your male friends, what do you all like discuss? Like, what are your thoughts on this, on dating in this day and age? Because, and I ask because, you know, when I speak with my girlfriends, um, I, we always talk about what our intention is when it comes to dating. Like, you know, our intention is to connect with a forever partner, to meet, you know, a very kind and thoughtful and loving husband. What, based off of your conversations with your friends or even just yourself, what is your intention when it comes to dating? For me, um, I'm gonna talk about me. Um, Okay. So for me, it's really to find a partner, to find a woman that I want to spend the rest of my life with, um, you know, and I and I, I put this out here and I say it all the time to people when I have discussions. I'm at a point in my life now where if I'm going to be with a woman for 12 months, that's probably the woman that I'm going to marry. So mm, and, and, when wow. I, and when I say that, like, I'm just not out here to waste time. I like so, it. I like it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's. If we're together for six months and we go another 12, then obviously I feel that you are probably the right person for me. Um, if there's something that I see beforehand and I don't think you are, then that's probably going to, we're going to have a conversation and that's going to be the end of that. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, a man with a and, plan. And, and a, so, a man yes. that knows what he wants. A man I love knows, it. Yes, he's going to make sure <laughs> he hits all four seasons in that 12 months, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I love it. Yes, because yes. I mean, I feel like I feel like when you get to when you get into your mid to upper thirties, at mm-hmm. that point you should know either mm-hmm. you want to be a sing- you want to be single or you want to be a player all your life or you want to get married and, and and start a family or have a family. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Look at that growth. Look at this. Excellent. <laughs> you know, and you know, and Morgan, with us being in chapter thirty nine, we definitely are clear about what we want when it comes to dating very good I'm, my, my intention is clear we've said it before <laughs> i'm open and open to receive and to give love and, to and give love. the forever partner is mm-hmm. the goal it is the, the goal forever. but devon i think it's gonna be some men listening to this and gonna be like Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> because uh you know so it's, Everybody, it's a, everybody's different everybody everybody's has different different. purpose everyone's in different. life yeah, yeah every, everybody has a different purpose in life and everybody's looking for something different. And that's why I said I'm going to speak for myself. Yeah, I like, yeah. How, you, I like how you opened that <laughs> I like up. We that. asked the question about what do you and your friends talk about? Yeah, like, I'm going to answer for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> He's not co-signing for anyone else. He's like, I can only speak for myself. Maturity. <laughs> right yes, there. that alone does. is maturity. Absolutely. Well, you know, since we've... um been discussing you know our intentions behind dating we've touched on communication and the importance of you know managing expectations but I also think you know we have to find solutions to combat our challenges and Mm -hmm. so so with that being said um 
while this has been very insightful, how can we challenge some of our ideas and expectations when it comes to the opposite sex? Meaning what is like your next step? Like what's your action step? So for example, just listening to everyone and just in thinking about how I place expectations on men, I am going to dispel my personal belief that men must approach me by mm. drum roll. Oh, <laughs> I am going to challenge myself and not only challenge myself, I am actually going to approach a man who catches my eye. Oh, nice. And I know. Cause Morgan, you know me. Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, now, and while this may not be a challenge, you know, for some of the listeners, this is a biggie for me. Yeah. This is a big, this is a big step. <laughs> this is going to be a big step for you now. Yeah. Sweet Pollyanna is going to actually, Miss <laughs> Proper is going to actually step outside of her comfort zone and approach a man, start a conversation. And, and I think this will be a great way for me to get outside of my head about the role that I think men should play when it comes to um, approaching and dating and things like that. Yeah, that's you know, good. You know, Nadia, Nadia. It's funny. I just had a conversation. Somebody called me an hour ago and asked me, what do I, how do I handle it? Or what do I think when a woman approaches a man? Or do I think that's a bad thing if a woman reaches out to a man? And, um, you know, my response to that is no. Um, because there are, you know, if you reach out to a man, if a man is interested, he's going to take the lead. So mm. my thing is, all, mm. all, all you're doing is expressing interest. So if you say, hey, I'd like to get to know you better. If he doesn't take the lead, then nine times out of ten, maybe he's not interested and you just kind of move on. But right. if you're not interested in his mind, oh, you want to get to know me better? Well, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, right. very good. That would well, be ideal. you know what? <laughs> Devon, I will call you with a recap. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, I've I've had women, you know, reach out to me and I and I've thought nothing of it. And and when I say I don't think anything of it, like we go out, we have a good time, like things might not have have led to a fruitful relationship. But I don't look at it like, oh, she's being too forward or she's just right. being whatever. Right. She's just expressing interest. And if you have a mutual interest, why not go out and see where things go? That's yeah. the key. And That's you know the what? key. And my approach may just be me smiling and saying, hello. <laughs> hello. And sometimes that's all you have to do. Sometimes yes. that's enough, right? Yes, you know, yes. Basically, it's almost kind of like um, extending an invitation for a conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so you all know mine. Okay, so, so Devon, since you are our guest, what is your action step? Um, I think for me, mm -hmm. I probably need to be a little bit less rigid. Um, and I, mm. and I can give you, and I, and I can give you an, I can give you an example of that. Um, one of the things that kind of irks me, anybody who knows me can tell you this. I'm always on time for everything. I'm a big stickler for time. Okay. Mm. So when people start being late and things like that, I, I can take it as a sign of somebody being disrespectful. Right, you're just constantly showing up late. And, <laughs> you're immediately you know, annoyed. <laughs> absolutely. And even my father so told me, like, hey, look, you need to lighten up. Like, everybody's not going to be on time, but I'm just this punctual person, and I kind of expect people to be that way. 
And, you know, when I'm dating somebody and they're continuously being late, mm-hmm. it's an issue for me. It's a big issue. Okay. Well, and so what are you going to do to... Too. <laughs> I, yeah, very insightful because, you know, I used to live in LA and we were late to everything because there was so much traffic. You know what yeah. I mean? And so I... And, and so, but I do understand how you could view it as someone being disrespectful. You know what I mean? Okay. So with that being said, so you, and so you're going to be less rigid. So what does that look like? Um, what it looks like is don't, don't just get frustrated when somebody is late. Um, I think to have a conversation and let them know why it bothers you and let them know that, Hey, if you're going to be late, just reach out to me and tell me exactly what time you're going to be at a place. <laughs> or Let me know you need to move the time. Back to oh, the communication, okay. right? Back, Back to the communication. 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 I hear that and I respect that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a great one. Okay, and so Morgan, I'm approaching. Devon's being less rigid. And how about so? How about you? Well, you know, talking about action steps, I have probably all but given up on dating. Right. And so, but still have the desire. Right. Remember, okay. I, you know, that's why mm-hmm. my, yeah, I had to say openly and honestly mm-hmm. that I'm open to giving and receiving love. I have to put yes. that out there, mm-hmm. but it's not enough to actually just say that. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I've, I've, since I've been closed off to dating, that means like I haven't really been going places, you know, haven't really been putting myself out there. I haven't really put myself in a space to meet someone but say but deep down inside I want to meet someone but nobody's gonna come knocking on the front door like I'm sitting in the house waiting for somebody <laughs> to sh- show up like they're not gonna show up there so I'm committing to actually the my action step is to take more action right and oh, to, like excellent. go out mm-hmm. be around people and be in a space where like I can approach because I don't have a problem approaching right I, I would love to be approached first but I think that's just the 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 woman in me that that whole mm-hmm. old-fashioned traditional like let them come to you kind of thing but I got over that a while ago so but I just really need to just put myself in this do that oh excellent okay Mm-hmm. I love it, Morgan. And so you, and so that also ties into your intention to live. It does. See how mm-hmm. it's all connected? Alignment is wonderful. Isn't Alignment it? is wonderful. <laughs> Listen, because I'm going to be feeling, which is my intention, real uncomfortable with this approaching, but I'm going to do it uh, anyway. I'm going to do the thing. <laughs> do the okay. thing. Yes, yes, right. yes, yes, yes. But, but we would know, love... Go ahead. Devon, but you know, sorry. Morgan, like you were saying, you're kind of like, you know, you're not putting yourself out there. And you, I guess hiatus, right? I've yeah. done that before and I'm kind of in that state now. I think sometimes you do need to do that in order to self-reflect. And I've been yeah. doing a lot of self-reflecting lately myself. And that's how kind of how I, I came to this realization about myself just being really rigid and just projecting things that I do onto other people. And then when they don't meet that expectation, it's just, you know, now I'm just like, I'm, oh, no, I'm not wasting my time with her. Yep, I'm done with oh. you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Devon, before we go, I do want to ask you, your rigidness, like, is that just, um, is it just a trigger for you? Like, like if someone, you know, it, um, doesn't do things the way you want them to, is it just, does it, does it, is it like, do you just feel uncomfortable in that space? And that's why you react to it such a, in such a way? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, and we all have our triggers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you know, I think, I think too, like when it comes to dating, one of the biggest things that I'm looking at is a person's character. 
So, you know, mm-hmm. are you being on time? Are you an honest person? You know, how do you manage your finances? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, because, and so basically you're buttoned up. So you want someone to basically mirror you. Be yeah. buttoned, be buttoned up with be you. Be buttoned up, you know? Right. But the thing is, is that realistic? Uh, that's a good question. No. <laughs> I was about to say, but it's a, but I'm going to tell y'all, we could go on and on. It's a, a topic for another day. <laughs> a topic for another day. Yes. Yes, right. yes, 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 definitely. Yes. But I would love for us to come back together so we can, you know, share um, how, how taking action has, you know, basically improved our, our current status. Yes. We'll have to have you back, Devon. Thank you so much for being on with us tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank Anytime. you so much. Yes, and I've learned a lot, Devon. I'm going to make sure that I'm a half an hour early everywhere. I promise, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would like to thank everyone for listening to our conversation on on gender wars as we continue on this new journey of being fully present. We welcome you to join us as we set aside our fears and discomfort to action our dreams because now is the time to do it. It's time to live with intention and do the thing. Yes, do the thing.